In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, after narrowly escaping death at the hands of Ripper Flintlock, the associates roll up on one of Stryker's underground clinics. Saul convinces Dr. White to get medical attention by injecting himself with a large dosage of painkillers. Abel has a bleak conversation with Stryker about the future and her chances of survival. Soifangji fetches candor and begins concocting a plan to get at her sister in the infamous Hellfire deck. Saul has recuperated. Uh, you know, he's he's conscious. Uh, Dr. White is being um, bandaged up and well cared for by the... Uh, by Stryker's lady doctor friend. And we have come up with that plan. So... Um, yeah, you guys are free to, to do whatever next. Well, Sufanji, did you want to, I guess you and, uh, yeah, me and Kander. Uh, Kander had some, had some things to go do. Did you need some help with that? Um, we will honestly. From what Kander tells me, like, that's going to be kind of vital for this whole operation to go down. Right, well. definitely. We have to obtain the Hellfire deck. Um. It is the best deck. Is it the biggest deck you've ever seen? Um, I haven't seen it yet. Or is it but like a girthy I'm deck? I'm hoping it will be the biggest. I'm hoping it will be big enough for me to handle with care. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's good. I like how it's so fucking forced. 
Just <laughs> great. Handle with care. It's a handle with care. <laughs> yes. All right. The demi robot voice comes out. Candor's like, I don't get it. What are we joking about? Oh, um, you'll understand. Like, like that. This deck. It's an important. It's an important <laughs> deck. We we need it Look, to complete the mission. Candor, to meet, complete the mission. Okay, so back in the day, there used to be a card game called Yu-Gi-Oh, right? And so there were two people that made the biggest deck you've ever seen. And it literally was like 10,000 cards. And somehow they were able to play it because it was card legal. It was like legal in tournaments. And that's what Soifungi is joking about. Like, this is a hard, deep meme cut, like, back to the days that we were not alive in. Ah. Uh, I guess you kind of had to be there. No. No, because we yeah, weren't there. But bottom line is some of us just really love well, big decks. Okay, Kander. And... Sometimes, sometimes a small deck just doesn't get the job done. And oh, you guys are talking about penis. Okay, I got it now. I'm I'm on. I'm following along. We're now. talking about decks, kidder. <laughs> net net running decks. Okay. But anyway, back back to this back to the situation at hand. Um, yes, I've learned to joke. Yeah, I hope you appreciate it, Kander. Um. Yeah, so we have to still figure out where this deck is, and that involves finding dark matter still. Um, have you been able to, like, find out any other information about that, Candor, or anything that we can use to, like, get this ball rolling? Well, as you're aware, everything that would have told us you know his last whereabouts his his last location uh was stolen by i guess your sister so we really need to track her down and get her to spill the beans as it were on this okay well uh first place we'll go we will go to where the house of blue lotus petals where she normally frequents. I think we'll be able to find her there. Well, I've never heard of that place. Is it... Am I going to be able to get in? Um, yeah. I mean, not legally, but has that ever stopped us before? Not me. Right. So, um, we'll get you in, and you'll just have to, you know, be duck, or like, Stay out of sight. Don't bring too much attention to yourself. But which like, I doubt. Which of my fake IDs do you want me to use? One that works. Okay. Like just one that makes you appear of age. Yeah, much. I'll be I'll be Felicity from Dusk City. She's only twenty one. Okay, that works. That works, and it's right on the line. So, like. They'll be forced to believe you unless they'll be problematic. So good choice. Yeah, it's usually it's usually her birthday, but I don't think I'll do that tonight. <laughs> I'm here to work, not get oh, free drinks. Right, right. I need you. We ha- we both have to have clear heads. Um, also, stay pretty close to me. Um, so if anything goes down, um, I can get to you. But chances are. If my dear, dear sister is there, um, there'll probably be a fight, so don't get too close. I wouldn't want you 
caught in between. All right. Fair enough. Okay. And so, um, side note, what time is it now? In the game? Yeah. Um, you guys have basically been out all night. It is the morning. Okay. Okay, so, um... Should we just, like... I recommend candor. Should we get some sleep and, and come at this again at night? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, I recommend we all get some rest, um, and prepare to go to House of Blue Lotus Petals, um, tonight, where we can, uh, continue the search. And, Abel, I would... I'm kind of glad that you are willing to come along. Um, one, like... You can have some drinks and just kind of be my backup, but, like, you won't, like, have to be too much. <laughs> yeah, and I don't... Well, uh, I guess I that means... Appreciate. I guess that means Saul is on his own to go talk to the Donatis. Yeah, they, that's fine, guys. Like, I think I think that'll be okay. It'll probably be for the better, because they still don't know my kind of connection to you guys, and I don't want anybody being like, oh, hey... We remember them from our security footage from that one time, you know? Hey, Saul, could you take yeah. Dr. White with you and possibly get him some protection from the Nanatis? Oh, shit, that's a great idea. I mean, yeah. it could be kind of like a, I don't know, like a an olive branch, because he does have a lot of a lot of intel on Sahara's inner workings. They might find a lot of his stuff really valuable. I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that. All right, and I think it'll also make them more inclined to help us as well. I yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Like that's the smart thing. Hey, you feeling up to it, Doctor White? Mm? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, you're feeling up to it. Man, I love that he just like agrees with me on everything. <laughs> you just gotta speak faster than he can hear. Right. He also knows that we're pretty much the only ones keeping him alive. So. Yeah, Phoebe. Phoebe will actually will actually voice her dissent for Abel's plan and and say, "I don't really want my dad in the hands of uh, organized criminals." Well, I mean, Phoebe, we're disorganized criminals, and did you see how well that whole taco thing went when we almost got blown up by a random cyberjack dude? Like, maybe he would be better off with organized criminals. But that guy's got to be still out there somewhere. I, that's why I'm saying I think he might be safer with the Tenatis than with us. If you say so. I only just got him back. I know, but I'm not, that's why I'm trying to do this, to make sure we don't put him in a place that he could be in danger. You know? What is, is your brain girlfriend not happy with that plan? No, she thinks that, like... Um, it will it'll be putting him in danger um by doing that and while i can like understand that maybe it's not the greatest thing to do i think also we need to cuz uh we barely handled that assassin dude whatever soyfungi's friend's name was i don't think it was a good i don't think we're going to be able to keep him safe with just the three of us no, and I mean he works for organized crime. What do you think that, yeah. that that's his whole life? That's what you guys have been part of for a very long time. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think 
I think it'll be okay if he um if he's with them as compared to us. Alright, so what I'm trying to explain at least, but Phoebe doesn't really agree, but Phoebe, just know we're going to do whatever we can to make sure, like, he stays safe, because, like, we need him, too, you know? I know. Okay. Saul, um, I would like to speak to your ghost. Um, Phoebe, I apologize. Um, the best way I could think to explain this is that from here on out, the three of us are pretty much probably going to be going through the ringer, and... We wouldn't want to bring him with us for his safety, and he's safer with the Donatis than being alone, waiting for us, where anyone could find him at any I moment. Mean, um, Saul, didn't you, like, do some sewer jumping around, and, like, you found that weird laboratory down there? Oh, yeah. I mean, we could try to get... We could try to get back there, but last but time I was like there, there was like lizard yeah, monsters, those things. Right? Yeah, reptilians or whatever the fuck they are, mutant alien things. I don't know. Like, I think we could try. I'll I'll talk to uh, Popper about it. I mean, I really don't want to bring any more heat down on Striker as much as he like fucking pisses me off. But uh, this is just attention we're putting more and more on people that at the end of the day are doing really good work so he can't he can't stay here we can't stay here so no, it's agree. either we give him to the lizards people or we take our chance with the Donatis and if we're taking the chance with the Donatis with ourselves then uh, we need to have some sort of vote of confidence because if yeah if we can't trust him with Dr. White we can't trust him with us that yeah, that's fair. I think the Donatis are going to be more trustworthy than you think. I know it sounds, I know it sounds weird coming from the person who was killed by them. Yeah, but yeah. Look, I don't know. I I think they're going to be. I think we're going to be okay with them because Popper is invested in me for some reason other than just like guns. I don't really know how to explain it, but we kind of like. We have a mutual understanding, I think. Um, I don't really know why, but we do. And I'm going to use every bit of, you know, that sort of connection I can to make sure that we're going to, we're going to be okay. So just, I guess, trust me on this one, guys. I, um, I'll do whatever I can to make sure that, that everybody's okay. All right. I trust you, Saul. Thanks. It's all kind of looks like apprehensive too, like even at that. Phoebe just kind of like she's got her arms crossed, but she kind of just nods. Well, good luck to to both you guys getting. I hope everything goes well, not only with your sister, but you guys come back safely with the the Hellfire deck. Right. Yeah, we're going for it, and we're getting it. Um, you be safe with the Donatis as well. Um. Try to not fall into the clutches of Evelyn again, unless you want to. I mean, if I... Either way, just come back alive. If I do, like, I feel like she probably wouldn't recognize me. So I just need to not talk about aliens. 
but I probably wouldn't do that. Kenner's like, what happened? Uh, aliens? Abduction scenario? Have you ever... No, no, no. Soifang G just said something about Evelyn. Yeah, like Evelyn Donati. Like, I had a talk with her before we went and did our whole thing. I mean, That's you had how... more than just a talk with it's her. Sh- she's a child. Phoebe. Phoebe doesn't need to know either. That's why. Oh, fuck. Get her, her face gets like <laughs> red. That's why. It, I mean, um, technically, Evelyn Donati's never touched this version of salt, so. Your ghost wife can be rest assured that this form. You are is a virginal. fucking dick sometimes, Abel. Like, I love you, but fuck you, you goddamn dick sometimes. Ugh. Your ears um, okay? Did you eat something spicy? You turn in a little red. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, hey, Doctor White, let's uh, let's go talk to the Donatis really quick. Come on with me. Okie dokie. Yeah, lots of fun. turn back to Sufan B and say that's the one joy I have in this life is fucking with Saul I yeah it, it is more fun <laughs> than I realized oh well any, anyway candor um have I ever shown you how to use a gun do you know how to use one yes we've been okay, we've been through this cool. I think okay Remember you know, that one? T- remember that, that one time I shot that guy in the casino, and then I, and then I blocked it out of my memory for, well, until just now when you reminded me of it. Yes, but I was speaking of efficiently loading a weapon <laughs> instead of instead of you know just pointing and hoping the the flighty thing hits the target. Um... Would you like to learn in case you need it? Not particularly. Okay, then you must promise to do your best to stay out of trouble. I will try. But that extends only to where I'm not being taken out of the situation. I want to help. I can help. I've got a skill set that you need. Just don't... Just remember that. Noted. I shall. Um, alright, well, I guess what we should do is get some rest and prepare for tonight. Um, we should be a very interesting evening, and there will be a lot to settle. Yeah. To that, to that note, uh, where is everyone gonna go to sleep? I figure we probably just crash in the lounge or wherever... You know, we can find area. Striker, does this place have like a safe bunk or something? Yeah, I mean, Abel just said something a couple minutes ago about not wanting to put any more um, heat on Striker. But if you guys wanted to to crash here, uh, you're you can. He's got like there there is like a, a basement to this place, 
that's got a pu- couple of like pull-out beds um, that he uses from time to time or that like the staff use from time to time if they're like on call. Well, how long have we been how long have we been at Strikers? Uh probably about 3 hours now. Sufanji, is 3 hours enough time to repair a shoulder cannon? It depends on the extent of the damage, but uh, it could be done in 3 hours. Maybe we um maybe we take the car and we go back to um uh there was a place I was kind of like living out of um, in the shipping district down in Bone Row. It's not good, but we could definitely find a place for at least a night. But I I don't know how safe it would necessarily be. Granted, if... I mean, Abel, you were talking about earlier, if you guys want to risk it tonight, we could try to go back down to the sewers. Well, we could, or... I mean, I know a number of warehouses I've been using as safe spots. But as long as we don't go to my main one, yeah, let's go to a warehouse then. I think that's a smart idea. We just, you know, we need a place that we can... Yeah, agreed. Survey the area, have a number of exit points, and minimize our chances of getting, you know, funneled. And I just think there's too many unknowns with the sewer. I agree. I think I think it's a smart idea to try to just... um not be here for the night. <sighs> okay. Dr. White, we're not going to the, um, we're not going to the Naughties just yet. We're going to do that tomorrow. Okay. Oh, what about Kissy Kate? Uh, we could, but remember they got, <clears throat> last time we were there, we got the whole place ransacked and I don't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. It was probably by the Naughties in truth. So we might be okay, but if that, area was associated with us while we were working directly for Sahara. I don't want them knowing about it. Yeah. Okay. Warehouse it is. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple more places that you guys haven't mentioned yet that uh, your characters would be aware of. So, there's Colm and Ina's house. Because, you know, Colm is a Donati. He is James's contact That's true. in the Donati's. Um, there's also Oslo's house, uh, or Oslo's parents' house, rather, his mom's house, um, and he could probably post you up as well. I mean, should we go and just stay, go to, all together to the Denatis, and then, and then you split off, or we split off Sufungi? Uh, I'm so concerned about that, because I don't want them to recognize your faces. I mean, if we're deciding to throw our lot in with them, they're gonna, they're gonna have to see us at some point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're gonna know eventually. If they don't already know. Okay. Then, that's what we'll do. Um. All right. Uh, if if they notice who you guys, you know, if they they see, if they notice that you guys are the ones who helped break into the casino a while back, we just say. You were forced to by Sahara. Right. I mean, it's the truth. So. Yeah, it's not a lie. It's it's an idea. Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So there are two places that you could expect to find Donati's. Um, Like, Popper doesn't ever give you their location. I mean, I I guess three places. There's the casino, um, which 
you could i guess go to if you wanted to um it's probably the it's probably the farthest away distance wise um a little bit closer than that just a few blocks down from the longshoreman is colm's house um where you know he lives and then there is um the former south wharf pcp precinct that has been uh taken over by new residents aka donati's and that's probably the closest i say we go to the um i say we go to the the pcp the the old precinct i think because then we could probably try to get eyes on whatever stuff they may have there well, while we, we're there bleed the whistle okay come on dr white we're going to see the um donati's again Oh, excellent. Okay. Well, uh, lead the way. Will do. Da, 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 getting into a car, hopefully not dying. I don't want to flip the car while we drive, so hopefully we won't get rockets launched at us either. Do, do, yeah, you, do. Don't, you don't need to make a driving roll. Um, I think it's just, I mean, you ditched the hot car. You're in like a family sedan or a family hatchback, basically. And, uh, the, which is a hot car in a different sense. <laughs> it's stolen, but Flipper, Ripper Flintlock hasn't seen you in it. So in that sense, it's not hot. Um, but, you know, it's early in the morning. There's, you're, you're in a, a car that the assassin has not seen you in. And you're just driving, you know, at, uh, normal, like legal speed limits to get to your destination. So I'm not going to make you roll for it. Um, it will take about like 45 minutes, uh, to an hour to get there. Cause you have to pass through, um, you have to pass through Scott's roost and then, um, down through the financial district, um, where all the big businesses are, you pass actually within a few blocks of the Sahara building, which is a little hairy, like <clears throat> nerves wise. And Dr. White's kind of just like, you know, twitching a little bit when that happens. Uh, but eventually you make your way to just the police precinct, which is like two to three streets on the border um, between South Wharf proper and uh, the financial district. And it looks like the the building, it still has a hole in the side of it. Um, the corpses and, you know, debris and everything have been cleared off the road. And there are two um, just kind of like big seafaring looking uh, gentlemen standing at the entrance. Okay, guys. Um, I guess just follow my lead. <coughs> <coughs> Hey, uh, morning, guys. Morning. You're a Militech guy, right? Yeah, name's James. Um, is, uh, Popper in? I was trying to contact them and didn't know what was up, but they're not answering. No, Popper had other business. Uh, Fidel's here, though. Okay, good. Uh, I'm gonna need to take these folks and go in. We got some big news, and, uh, Saul will throw an arm over Dr. White. Uh, this man knows a lot about what's going on right now. He can help you out if you know what I'm saying. So, 
I'll just I'll go talk to Fidel about it. Alright, sure. Uh you get one weapon each, and everything else you gotta leave with us. Same as always, I'll just be taking my you know, SMG. You got all the let me empty the grenades out. And all the other homemade stuff. I'll just pull out my handgun and put it on the counter. Or whatever surfaces around me. Um Sarfungi will take out her handgun, her vaporizer, microwaver, and put it down as well. And Candor, Candor's just like, I've just got a little switchblade in my backpack. I'm going to keep that. And he goes, all right, whatever. Yeah, you guys are good to go in. Um, Fidel should be on the fourth floor in the uh, in the uh, chief chief's office. Appreciate it, guys. Yep. You go in. Um, the inside is like the the bulletproof glass that um, that guy that officer died in uh, has been somewhat repaired, albeit with just like a big metal plate over the crack. And uh, there's a guy sitting back there. He's got like glasses on, and he's going over a ledger. And you know just. In the lobby, you see a couple Donatis walk back and forth, you know, going from one place to another. Uh, the elevators are straight ahead of you. Let's just let's just go to the elevators, guys. Just quick and easy. No, nothing too quick. Nothing, you know. Okay. Can it's all just lead to the elevators. Are we good? It's nice and slow. Right, so slow. Elevators. Okay, we're not thinking about anything else. Just elevator time. Yep. I was just. Are you having an issue with elevators, Saul? Saul was just speaking that entire time under his breath. Probably remembering the first time that you guys went up into an elevator in a gang building. Well, that one ended pretty nicely. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um. Yeah, but Sahara's not gonna come in and bust you out of it this time. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you ascend to the fourth floor, uh, you see the chief of, or the, it's not the chief of police. It's the, it's the captain, um, of this precinct. Uh, his nameplate has been scratched away and, uh, the glass door, um, like all the decals have been kind of like, it, it looks like they were picked off with like a, like a paint spreader or something. Um, but uh, the door is currently closed. So we'll go ahead and knock on it. Yeah, what's up? Hey, uh, Fidel. You're Fidel, right? Well, that's, that's yeah. What do you want? Uh, the boys downstairs told me that, uh, that Popper's not in, so they told me to talk to you instead. I'm, uh, I'm James. I'm the, uh, the Militech guy. 
Oh, yeah, 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 Mr. Guns. Yeah, you can come on in. Yeah, appreciate it. I mean... Come on, guys. You're not that buff, though. You're kind of, you're kind of scrawny, honestly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah you're a joker. Yeah, you're, you're hilarious. I, I appreciate it. Um, You can see Saul, like, almost having an aneurysm, just trying to think up of a fucking, like, name to call you that's not able. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself, um, Saul. So you guys all all come into the office and um, you can hear like there's there's some conversation uh, going on like in the room before you enter. And uh, when you enter, you see uh, Fidel kind of sitting at the desk. Um, He looks pretty short here because his leg extenders don't do him any justice uh, when he's sitting behind a big oaken table. Um, but there is a computer on the desk, and there se- seems to be somebody like on a video call with him. Um, and he sees like all what is it five of you come into the room, and he makes eye contact with Abel, and he's like, "Hold the fuck on! Didn't I see you in here like, oh, goddamn, like a week ago? You shot at me." And he gets up to, like, go for his weapon, and the the person on the computer uh, is like, slow your roll, Fidel, and it's, it's James, you recognize it as uh, Popper's voice. Um, and they're like, these, these people are with James. I can vouch for them. You're going to put your weapon down and sit down and listen to what they have to say. Oh, thank also, thank you, Popper. If you wouldn't mind turning the computer around so that I can see them too. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he does and kind of just like struggles a bit with the cabling, uh, but turns the computer and, and you can see um, Popper is, is on the view screen. Behind them is like sea, like ocean. They're like on the, um, just just from what you can tell, from their surroundings, they're like on the deck of a ship out at sea. And and they say, James, we didn't expect you to be uh, showing up here. Uh, certainly not with Fidel. Well, what can we help you with? Well, first off, I appreciate it and I hope you know, everything's going well for you. Um, but... <sighs> So in some of the downtime, some of the time that we haven't been talking, um, I've been looking to a couple of things on my end. I've been uh, looking for where my, why my cousin had acted in the way he did before he died. And I found out that he had, uh, he had taken on some jobs by Sahara and I found his old crew and it turns out his old crew was being controlled by Sahara. So Fidel, and you can see Saul kind of like move and look at Fidel. If anything happened between you and this individual beforehand, I want you to know they were not of sound mind. This doctor, his name is Dr. White. He can vouch for that. Apparently Sahara has been putting fucking chips in people's brains to make them uh, act a little crazy sometimes. It's all experimental, crazy fucking shit, but more so, we're worried that uh, not only is Sahara not coming after us, but we're worried Sahara might be looking to do 
that sort of uh, crazy testing on a lot of other people in Pilates. As you guys are right now pretty much one of the groups at major odds with them, I wanted you to know this first and foremost, Popper. We just spent the last night running away from a hired assassin. I'm not sure if they're going to be coming after you with full guns blazing or what they're going to do. They're going to try to send people in with chips, get under your, you know, into your system that way. But this is my warning. You've been a good friend so far. I want to make sure that you stay safe as well as you have been able to keep me safe too. Uh, Fidel's, Fidel just goes, that was a lot. And, and Popper's like, shut up, Fidel. Uh, well, this is illuminating. And I'm frankly su- surprised, uh, a little bit pleased and relieved because, well, I knew about your little crew. Um, there was plenty of cameras still on that day, and I and and I saw them escaping with Evelyn safe. But I am willing to overlook that. Let bygones be bygones. Not just for the fact that they were brainwashed by a soulless corporation. You know, I have no love of those, James. But also because. Uh, Events have worked out for the best for us. Uh, tipping, tipping the scales like that really made us question our friends and allies and severing ties with our corporate entities was the best thing we could have done. So we're, we'll bury the hatchet on that one. Um, at least for today, I, I, my reach in this family extends only to, uh, Evelyn's hand and then she gets final say, but I can tell you that we, we can, we can work together and, and cooperate, uh, for our mutual interests. No problem. Whatever, whatever works. Cause I, I'm not going to lie at this point from the shit that this man has told me, uh, I don't know who's safe and who's not. And that could be any one of us. If we've ever had any dealings whatsoever with Sahara, if there have been any times at which you thought you were safe with them, talking to any one of their informants, anyone, it, it could have been fabricated. All right. I would very much like to have a private conversation with this Dr. White then. Um, if there's anything we can do for you, uh, Fidel, why don't you take them out of the office, get them what they need, and, you know, work out help where we can. You're authorized. Oh, before? Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but before we go, I just, we've seen the news, we've seen what's going on, and we want to help the best we can, um, but we truly, we think that we have an idea of how to get into Sahara and make sure they stop this shit. 
and quite frankly, make sure that they're no longer a threat to the Donatis. Okay. It's going to require some firepower, uh, probably some tactical planning, but we're thinking a two pincer group or we got a couple ideas. I guess we'll, we'll talk about it once we get them a little bit better hashed out. Yes. Well, Fidel can help you out with acquiring extra firepower, if that's what you need. Of course, it's strange to be talking to my gun dealer about getting him outfitted with heavy weaponry. Militech, I don't know if you've been in the channels, but Militech has put not a cease and a stop cease shipments, but they've started to limit the shipments severely. They're getting some corporate pressure on them from an unknown group, quote unquote. Which just means the investors from the investors that they probably share on their board with uh, Sahara are definitely throwing their weight around right now. I should still be able to get you guys normal stuff, but heavy things like heavy weaponry, um, armor, uh, essentially armor piercing missiles, things like that. Uh, it's no go at the moment. I see. Well, we might have a plan to take care of that ourselves. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I I would like to have a conversation with this doctor. Of course. Hey, it's Gavin. Yes, that Gavin. I'll keep this brief since it's the holidays. A uh, couple of announcements. As you can probably guess, this season will be wrapping up here in the next couple of months. With it will come a change-up to our cast with some returning and some new cast members. I hope they receive a warm welcome from you, the fans, as they make their debut. More on that later. Next, I want to gauge people's reaction to doing another Q&A after the season finale. You can submit your questions by tweeting at Roll Warriors, and we will go from there. If we get a fair number of submissions, we can plan the Q&A session and decide who to bring back for it. Lastly, with the holidays in mind, considering the gift of a Patreon sub to a loved one. It would help us keep the lights on and the creative juices flowing, and give that special someone some bonus content from their favorite podcast. You could do all that by visiting us at patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. Okay, announcement's over. Have a happy holidays and enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah, Fidel kind of ushers you guys out of the room. He's standing up at full height now with his with his uh, mechanical legs. So he's about just a couple inches taller than uh, you, Saul. And leads you guys out of the room and then says, yeah, it's about them heavy weapons. Yeah. I got a plan. Oh? Oh, you do? It's actually, yeah, and it's actually kind of fortuitous that you should walk upon our doorstep given that you've got all the uh, Militech security codes locked up in that big brain of yours. So here's the deal. You might have noticed, or maybe you didn't, I don't know, that this uh, place was a little light when we arrived. Yeah. Uh, evidently, PCP pulled out all their military-grade surplus shit, the good stuff, before uh, we took this street and then eventually took this building. That being said, there 
there's a weapons outpost like three blocks from here on the PCP side, the Militech side of things, that uh, probably has everything that we need. Doors are locked. Automated security systems are in place. So somebody with Militech security access could, in essence, be a can opener for us. And then, you know, say some heavy armored stuff uh, gets acquired by you and yours during the uh, ensuing raid. Well, we'd be amenable to looking the other way. Yeah, I can help. I can help with that. Good. I'm glad we see eye to eye on that situation. Is there anything else I can help y'all with? Uh, depending on, on what happens, we have a plan at the moment to, quite frankly, because these two were previously under the control of this Sahara chip that we've at the moment deactivated but have not removed at the, just yet. We're trying to get back in to Sahara. We're going to sell... We're going to pretty much see if you guys... Well, we want to put them into a false death. Through that, we'll sell their bodies back through some process that this doctor has okayed. And the doctor says that there's somebody in Sahara who's willing to help his cause and remove these chips. If that's the case, then we have somebody who knows how these work, these work, and we can dissect them from the inside out. So uh, we're probably going to need access to uh, your synth labs. Um, and if shit goes downhill, then we're going to I'll bring as much firepower as I can from PCP so that we all can share it as backup. When you when you say access to a synth to our synth labs, what exactly are you suggesting? Uh, anything that we can use to pretty much make this drug that will put them into a false sleep. Um, as far as we can tell, there's also another chemical compound that the doctor might have to make to put them into a lucid state so that when they do the surgery on these individuals, they don't go fucking haywire. Um, he suggested that we all take it though as precaution just to make sure, because apparently it deactivates these chips. That's what he sprayed on them the first time. Um, he said it was a it was potent enough to, to deactivate the chips for a moment, but we're probably going to have to synthesize more. Got it. Well, we got a couple labs. They're not exactly uh, high high tech sort of things. The situation is that we don't really produce a lot of our own stuff. We're just the uh, successful middlemen. No, I understand. Yeah, most of uh most of the stuff that we bring into the city comes from outside, you know, labs in Rio and uh, New Mexico and Ducks Dusk City, those kind of places. I I understand, I know, but it's either we use what every facilities you guys got, or we go rage wage war on the Kennedys and take their shit. And quite frankly, that's gonna take too long. Yeah, I mean, I we got a couple stores of uh, potassium chloride and some adrenaline. That's the old school way of doing things. It's not the safest, but uh, it might get the job done. I'll talk to the doctor when he's done talking to Popper and see uh, see if he can do anything with that fucking skull of his. All right. Is that all? Guys, do you guys need anything? 
do you think? Uh, a warm bed and maybe some water and probably a change of clothes. And I would go for some breakfast. That's fair. I think we all could probably use a place to rest for the night. We've been running for the last shit. So it's like 945 in the morning. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about the nighttime. I, I just I, I woke up like an hour and a half ago. I've been up for too long. Yeah, we we better get some rest before we try to do any of this. Yeah, agreed. Stuff yeah. we've got planned, and I think Sufunji's still looking a little shaky. Yeah, it's been... One week since you looked at me? Hey! <laughs> well, we got an on-call room, uh, one floor down. You know, the, the clothing in the lockers is unfortunately PCP issue, but it's clean. I mean, I'm sure I could get... At least a basic outfit out of that without being too uniformed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's bunks, there's showers, clean clothes. There's a little infirmary over the over down that way, too. I mean, they're not going to have any, like, super drugs, but maybe just something to get you, get you up and going. Yeah, well, I'll definitely take yeah. whatever we can get. All right. Well, I'm going to go see if my office is cool to be in again. You guys keep it tight, I guess. Of course. Appreciate it. You know, I appreciate everything, Fidel. Saul says this so fucking weirdly because he is having flashbacks to when Saul was the, or Fidel was the last person he saw before dying. Hmm. Yeah. And also, you know, the gunfight in the precinct. Yeah, that too. All right. And he opens the, the door to his office and um, Dr. White's like just finishing up with the conversation and comes out and says, all right, we're, uh, we're all copacetic and uh, good to go on this end. Papa just had a lot of questions for me about uh, my past work about an article I wrote like 20 years ago you know basic stuff is that the one that talked about the uh, this these chips oh yeah I got in big trouble for that one they put me in archives for like six months hmm. that's that's concerning Abel, you got any questions for him? Not at the moment. I think I need to get some sleep. I don't know if I got a concussion during your driving, but I do still feel a little seasick, and I haven't been near the water in over two weeks. Yeah, let's uh, let's get let's get to some rest. I mean, maybe now, Saul, that we've already established. Our contact with the Nanatis, we can all kind of go and help Sufungi. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. I can definitely do that. I just have to go make that run really quick. Well, we'll go Sufungi, we'll we'll do that first and then I'll I'll go and fuck around with the uh other folks. Alright, I'm ready for this. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little nervous for this confrontation. I felt a lot of anger towards my sister and all of the revelations that we've received um, from everything. Just 
kind of heightens that, you know? So I'm hoping that I can approach the situation with a clear head and not to be overcome with rage, but we shall see. Candor's like, if it helps, uh, I mean, uh, you could consider me your little sister. We could just be family together. Of course, Candor. We've, we've been through a lot together, and I'm not sure if I would be the person that I am today without you and everyone else. So I think I'm ready to cut these ties physically. Well, that was really sappy. Did you say snappy? Sappy. Sap- I oh, said sappy. I was like, okay, Kander, I'm sitting here telling you that you're important to me and you're calling me a bitch. <laughs> okay, excuse me, Kander. Well. It is on brand that you would uh, hear that in that moment. Right. right. I was like, yeah, okay. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate you all of you's support, I feel... I feel like I feel things. Which, you know, I have it in the wild. Well, I'm glad that we can make your... See, I had a feeling something got disconnected while we were we were driving. Like, and I'm just gonna flick Sufunji in the shoulder. <laughs> Sufunji looks at See? you very seriously. You can't feel a thing. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know. Maybe we, maybe it's the chip. I think we need to turn you off and turn you back on again. Yeah, I I, I think I, I think I could use a full reset. I think this chip is is messing with my circuits. You know, I don't know if I like it. So when she turns around, <laughs> all right, let's go get some yeah, sleep. Um, I don't need much sleep, so if you guys want, I can take a watch and just kind of make sure there's no surprises while you rest. I mean, that'll be good. Maybe you and Candor can come up with your plan now that we may have some additional resources. Right. Right. I think we're going to pull this off, team. I think we are, too. All right. So those of you who go to sleep, go to sleep. So three out of five. Like, you know, Candor, you woke her up pretty early in the morning uh, to go to Strikers, but uh, she did get some sleep, so she's not hurting for it right now. Alright, so, um, I'm thinking this is kind of the plan. Um, as of right now, um, my sister is probably thinks I'm dead. Um, if, you know, old boy hasn't reported to Sahara that we've gotten away. Um, if she has, she may be expecting us or at least expecting me. The element of surprise may be gone. At least for me. Um, I'm thinking we're pretty equal in skill, so it's going to be a pretty close fight. If need be, Candor, I'm trusting you to deal the final blow at a moment where she doesn't. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't, I don't really want to kill anybody. Um, uh, can I just have like a taser or something? Just give her a zap. 
throw her off guard? Um, no, because she won't hesitate to kill you. I know that this may be hard, but I think it would be best to get rid of her at this point. Um, we wouldn't want to deal with her later. I guess what I'm saying is... I just... Oh, go ahead. I... I don't... I can't stop seeing that guy's face. I... I'm barely sleeping. I can't pull the trigger again. I understand. I know, it's lame. It's lame and I'm like... Supposed to be cool and awesome and way cooler than all of you adults, but it just... It's not lame, Kander. Did he have a family? He may have, but at the same time, you have a family too. And sometimes it's either them or you. And I'm not telling you that it gets easier. I'm not telling you that... It's something that you have to do, but we live in a time where it would be best for your survival if it's something that you're prepared to do, if that makes sense. But... I don't think the world makes sense, and I just... I can't forget where I came from, and I remember being... A little girl wandering through the streets on my own because somebody shot my parents, thought it was okay. I'm sorry, Kander. You're right. I shouldn't put this on you. Um, I guess this is an assassin's way of trying to... Make sure that you're able to defend yourself if you need to, but but you don't have to do anything you don't want to. Don't worry. Don't worry, Kander. I can handle this. You just stay pure and stay innocent. Wow. It's a little late for that, but <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. And I, I appreciate your candor. Oh, ha, 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 ha. I got it. I got it. Listen, I'm getting these jukes. I'm learning. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, just when we go, be prepared for anything. So that's that's the main deal. Ooh, also, what would really help? Uh, oh, you were saying? Oh, no, you, you finish your okay. thought. I had a question, but you finish your okay. thought. Okay. Um... So, don't worry about the final blow, um, but it would, if you do want to help me end this woman, um, find a way to get control of the security, and by security I just mean cameras, lights, anything that you could use for a sudden flash to throw her off guard, and that's when I'll get her. And this could work. Anyway, what's your question? Oh, I just have. You've been to this place before, right? Um, a while ago. I don't usually frequent it. Um, it's not really my scene, but. What's it? 
what what's it like? I mean, what what's what's it look like? What are what's the layout? I, how how can I what can I do? Okay. Um, the House of Blue Lotus Petals is basically it's kind of like a seedy club. However, it's in the style of like a traditional Japanese venue, if that makes sense. You know, it has the sliding doors, the paper, the paper walls, there's a dance floor, um, there's private rooms, um, and lights. Um, it, I guess it's kind of like a typical club layout. Um, it's pretty low-key, but I'm sure I could find some schematics and send them to you. Um, just to give you a better idea of what we'll be walking into. She's like, she's like, oh, wait. Nope, I found their online website. Okay, I'm looking at all the pictures now. <laughs> or that. <laughs> but thanks, but thanks. And she's like, now they're just like, head down in her phone. <laughs> All right. Um, well, do you have any other questions for me, Kander? Anything that you want to know before we continue this? Ah, oh, fuck. Nubareels played here once. Huh? No, I, okay. no I'm good. <laughs> I took the hunt as a no. All right, well. Um, just, yeah, take it easy and uh, get ready, and we'll be doing this tonight. <laughs>